Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring our very own world-renowned pet psychic, Laura Stinchfield. Hey, Laura. Hi, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the pet psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those that have crossed over. I dedicate my life to teaching humans and animals how to understand each other better. I'm excited to help you and your pets today. Yay, and you can find out tons more about Laura the Pet Psychic, tips on animal communication, animal behavior, and order your gift certificates for the holidays at thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com. Go there and get your great gift certificates. Um, It would be a great, you know, gift for all of your friends and family. Uh, Get ready for today's very special show here on the Pet Psychic Radio on blogtalkradio.com. Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Log into our chat room where you can chat with our other listeners and ask Laura Laura some questions. Uh, Thanks for joining us today. I'm your producer and co-host, Aiku Sahara. We have Kendra and Deanna on the phone lines. Thank you to the ladies for helping us out. Callers, get ready and call in. Uh, Mm -hmm. Today is uh, Ventura's birthday. I know, which is the neatest thing. So yeah. for all of you, Ventura is uh, I's dog that has passed away, what is it, like a year now? Yeah, it's just a little over a year. Wow. Yeah. And, um, and he's a very unique dog. I mean, do you want I, do you want to tell people about Ventura, about what he was like when you had him? Yeah, you know what, Uh, you can go to our Pet Psychic Radio Facebook page, and Laura had posted a picture of him, but he was a Dalmatian, and he just had a lot of quirky things. He was a quirky dog and loved bananas. Loved (laughs) bananas. Yeah. He loved pretty much anything, didn't he? He did, he did. (laughs) And the other day I went to the store, and the pet store, and I found these, like, um, chicken like it was like bananas with I think chicken or something wrapped around it which sounds strange to me um but or maybe it was carrots wrapped around I don't know it was something wrapped around bananas and I looked at and it totally reminded me of Ventura so I bought them (laughs) you bought them yeah (laughs) did Aloha eat them and Ridley eat them yeah they did they did they loved it so cute. And like for all of you, you know, when you do stuff like that, when you buy things like or feed, you know, other dogs um, things in honor of your animals that have passed away, they know that you're doing that. And they actually like become more alive. Like they, they love to know that you're still thinking about them. So can we ask, really can we ask Ventura what he thinks about that? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let me get Ventura. Calling Ventura. Ring, ring. He said, I helped lead her there. I was pushing her along so she would find them. My mom and I are still very much connected. And every day is a birthday celebration in heaven. And mom, I got to tell you something. I'm working on being really calm and really confident and just, like, perfect so that I can come back to you. (laughs) And, Mom, it's going to be just the way you want me to be. Oh, I don't know. It's so (laughs) Like, everybody wants their animal to come back, right? But, like, when when, uh, Maya, my wolf dog, wanted to come back, I was like, don't come back. (laughs) Stay in heaven. Yeah. Now she's here as Luca. And now now you are like, don't come back, Ventura. <laughs> I know. I don't when want I, him to come back. Because <laughs> he was funny. such a nightmare <laughs> in wow. many ways. He was a sweetheart, but then he was very, you know, he caused a lot of trouble. 
So, like, what he would do for all of you, he would, like, jump up on the counter and, like, engulf food, right? And yes. he would – I she could barely even walk him without him, like, eating some really strange thing on a walk. He would just, like, like a pull dead her bird. something. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, he'd just, like, lunge at dead birds and weird nuts from trees, and I don't know if they're poisonous, you know? Well, it's really difficult. But he's working on it now and having, so that's a good thing. Okay, we'll see. I'll think about yeah. it. I'll think it's about it. Great. <laughs> all right, should we take some phone calls? Let's do it. Okay, so for all of our callers, um, start preparing your animal to be on the air by asking your question to your pet. So the way you want to do it is, Laura? What you want to do is just, just think real clearly about what your question is and then... Tell your animal, say, somebody's going to talk to you in your head and in your heart, and I want you to really pay attention, and I want you to think quick. And this is our, this is the question, and then just tell your animal the question. And as long as you're clear on, like, phrasing the question in your head, they're going to receive it. It's just, um, it's just when you think of two different things of once that it's going to confuse them. So if you say to them something like, um, I want to know how your body feels. You know, you kind of think about their body and how their body feels. But you want to be careful that you don't also think, like, right after that, oh, my gosh, well, I'm never going to get on or she's not going to pick up. And then that's going to confuse your dog, like, what, I'm supposed to tell you something, but you're not. <laughs> what, what's happening? So you just want to be really clear and then take a breath before you your mind goes off onto something else. And if for some reason you don't get on today, know that your animal has heard that question and that they will find a way to let you know what the answer is. And so you can also say to them, like, we didn't get on the show today if you don't. And um, and so I need you to over-exaggerate the answer. Like, for instance, if there's something wrong with their body, and they have, like, a hurt shoulder, you can say over-exaggerate that, and then they'll, like, limp on their shoulder or something. Or or they might just keep saying it over and over and over again, and then when you're in the shower or falling asleep at, in, at, in, at night, you might be like, oh, maybe that's the answer to my question. So All right. Attention. So our first caller is Eric, who we had before as a caller, and he had a Doberman that had passed away, and we talked to him about two weeks ago. Um, and he has an update. So let's get Eric online. Hey, Eric. Good morning. How you guys doing? Hi, Eric. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Yeah, it was actually my Labrador that passed away, um, I don't know, about two months ago now, right? So I called you up, and we talked a little bit about it. And you said that my Doberman is doing okay, kind of misses him a little bit. But uh, you also made mention of the fact that you said there was a younger woman um, mm. that could have been a relative of mine that died previously that was right. actually with my lab. Right. And at the time, I had no idea um, who that was. But I talked to my mom, and she told me that she had an older sister who died when she was really, really young. and She died at oh. a young age. And so oh I was gosh. wondering if that might be who my Labrador um, yeah, be. I think that it definitely is, and I think that your um, that that woman was probably trying really hard too to let your family know that she's that she's well and that she's okay and that she can still be around the family and she can still be involved in the family's life, you know, by helping your dog cross over and you know just still being there. I think that's so amazing. It just goes to show, too, it's like sometimes things don't make sense right away. Right, right. And then, so you didn't even know about this woman? No, you know, she, this happened when my mom uh, was in Mexico years and years ago. Uh, she was yeah. very, very young when this happened, so she yeah. doesn't talk about it a lot at all. But she was her sister. How old was she when she passed away? She was almost 20, I believe. She passed away about a week before she was going to get married. Wow. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So she was so supposed to be a beautiful woman. She died really young. And so I thought, you know, I, I told my mom that I talked to you, and she brought this up to me and said, hey, maybe that could be my sister. So, 
Yeah, well, let me ask your lab because your lab will probably know for sure. But I'm, I'm like, I'm sure that's who it is. But let's right. ask your lab. And yeah. she was a your lab was a yellow lab, right? He was, yes. Yeah, or he was. Sorry. What was his name again? His name was Duke. Duke. Okay, let me get Duke and see. Yeah, she's here and she's petting me. It's like she can take a deep breath now. She feels like she wants everybody to know about her. I'm so happy I could be a part of that. Tell my dad I love his new dog. Tell my dad that I love how he's been talking to us more. I feel like he's a lot clearer about talking to the animals. He really thinks about what he's going to say, and he listens. And I just want to tell him I think he's doing great. So cute. Do you think that that's true? Have you been talking to them differently since the last time you spoke to me? You know, I wouldn't say differently, but I've been spending a lot more time. Obviously, I got a new puppy. Um, I don't know if you remember now, but I asked your opinion on whether or not uh, my current dog would like to have another new dog join the family, just because, you know, she seemed lonely. And so you told yeah, me yes. Yeah, she wanted one that looked like her, right? What's that? <laughs> she wanted one that looked like her. Exactly. So I went ahead and got another Doberman, and so I have been, you know, with the two of them a lot recently. Obviously, it's a young puppy, so I've had to spend a lot a lot of time with both of them together. Yeah, and you have to be really focused and clear in order to get, to be, exactly. to get a puppy. Yeah, right, that right, makes right. Sense. Exactly. So I um, also was wondering if uh, my other dog is happier now that I got this new puppy. Oh, okay. And what was, what was, was it a her? Yeah, she. It's a, it's a female. What was her name again? Her name's Nina. Okay, let me ask her. Hold on. I love the new puppy. Sometimes she's exhausting. Or he's exhausting. Is it a boy? Yes. Sometimes he steps on me. And I want to shake him off. Okay. But I'm a little timid. Is that true? She's a little timid. I mean, I think she's timid by nature. Mm, so she's a little bit timid to tell him, to like, hey, <laughs> you're getting to be too much. Oh, wow. Okay. He's fun to have around, and I like to watch him. And I actually think he's going to make me more confident because he goes up to things that I wouldn't. Is he confident, puppy? He is, yeah. He's a confident little male. Oh, that's good. They'll help each other. They they will. And she's got a little uh, wall up, so hopefully he helps bring her out of that. So. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling back in, Eric. Well, thank you for your uh, for your insight. It's always nice to talk to you, and um, you know, continued success with your show. Thank you, and good luck with your new puppy. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, we'll keep in touch, and hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Okay, great, Eric. Be well. Thanks, Eric. Um, that's so cool that he figured out who it was. I know. I remember. You know those ones where, like, where people are like, no, I don't know what you mean. Like, <laughs> no, I have no yeah. idea. I'm like, oh, gosh, this is not good radio. <laughs> I know. Thank gosh he called back in. That's really nice. It's like, yay, finally someone calls back and tells us. Because that's true when things like that happen and you mention, like, oh, there's a loved one that's near them. And you never really think about it because it could be anybody, really, like in your family. And like you say, you might not know them. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, it could be like an ancestor or something. Yeah. But And that's the thing for everyone to think about. Like if something doesn't make sense right away when I speak yeah. to you and your pet, it doesn't mean that it won't make sense later. So just right. let it sit. It's like sometimes, you know, people just need to think a little bit about what exactly it means. But other times it's just like you're on the radio, you're on the air, and it's just hard to just think sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely. So today we have a really, really, really special guest. We have Stella and Chewy's. Uh, the company is our guest. Hi. We have Marie from uh, Stella and Chewy's. Uh, hi, Marie. Hi. Hi, Laura. Hi, Marie. Hello. I'm so excited to have you on. I just, oh, like, I have to say, Marie, um, you probably hear this, like, over and over and over again, but, um, you know, my dog had so many, uh, like, issues before I put him on Stella and Chewy's, before I put him on your food. He had, like, all these gastrointestinal issues. Uh-huh. And he has been so good for, like, two years now since he's been on your food. Oh, I'm so, so happy to hear that. Good. It's amazing how much health you have brought to all the animals, and I, I really want to thank you for that. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. So, Marie, who is Stella and who is Chewy? Stella, Stella and Chewy um, were my, well, Chewy was my dog um, that I had rescued from um, an animal shelter many years ago when he was like one or two years old, and he lived with me for 15 years, and he is who inspired the food. Uh, Stella and Chewy's, and Stella is the dog that um, is still here. She's about 16, um, almost 17 now, and um, she's still with us. But Chewy passed away about um, a year ago, so mm-hmm. he's the one I want to try to talk to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cool. And what, like, what inspired you to start the company? Well, um, because Chewy was really sick, um, I started the company about well, it's going to be almost 10 years ago. And at the time, um, people hadn't really heard that much about raw diets and, and, like, the importance of feeding something that, you know, was um, species-appropriate. You know, it, it it's um, it really, when you think about feeding a dog or a cat a raw diet, it makes a lot of sense because you're going back to how that um, animal would have eaten in the wild, right? Um, but at the time, anyway, it, it just wasn't easy to find that sort of um, diet available commercially, so if you wanted to feed that way, you had to make it yourself in, in your kitchen. And so I was inspired to start this company because I thought that, you know, other people who love their dogs, um, you know, as much as we all do, would want to feed better food if they had that option. So that's what inspired me to start it. Well, I guess maybe we lost I. So, um... So, Marie, I wanted to ask you about the um, the kidney diet. Like, for all those animals that have problems with their kidneys, which is so common these days. Mm-hmm. And, like, people, I refer people to Stella and Chewy's, and everyone says that, that, or not everybody, but some of the people say that it has too much protein. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Like, what do you say for people who who have that issue? Well, it's actually it's it's confusing for people because um there's a there's a lot of misinformation out there um about, you know, that because an animal has a failing kidney that you don't want it to work too hard, but what it's really about is first of all people need to learn how to um analyze um guaranteed analysis. So for example, um if you see on our frozen food, the protein level looks like it's a lot less, right? Then on the freeze-dried food, the freeze-dried food appears to have very much protein in it because there's no moisture. So when you add the moisture back, then the protein looks to be, you know, like like it's exactly the same as the frozen. And um, so there's, and there's also, you know, especially like for cats that are obligate carnivores and and dogs are carnivores as well, you know, to to suggest that feeding them too much protein is a bad thing is, it's not true because the alternative is to feed carbohydrates and their bodies can't break that down. So it's really about feeding them something. It's a, it's about uh, providing enough moisture, and it's also about um, feeding them something that's bioavailable, that their body, like a good protein that their body can uh, break down easily, like a raw mm-hmm. meat diet. So that's, um, yeah. Does yeah. it not matter then which kind of meat, or do you think that one meat is better than the other? 
you know, it really doesn't matter. The the type of meat it is matters less than the state the meat is in. So, for example, um, when a meat is in its raw state, it's easier for um, um, a dog or a cat to assimilate that and use those nutrients. When a meat is cooked, it becomes, especially at, like, high temperatures, um, you know, kibbles extruded at really high temperatures, and then it makes it, um, it makes it more difficult for that animal's body to use that meat how it's meant to be. Okay. Okay, that's great to know. That's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you talk to Chewy today? I think so. I, yeah, I do. I do want to talk to him. I hope that um, it's not too sad. Um, you know, it was really hard for me to lose him. Of course, I mean, it's hard when we lose a pet, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, I will try. Um, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, what do we want to ask him? Like, like how? Where are you? And how are you? Yeah, I wanted to ask him those things, and I also wanted to ask him if he is coming back. You know, if he knows if he's coming back, I know oh, no. you said everybody wants to know that. But I yeah. want to know. I want to know when and where and how and how will I recognize him? And then I also okay. would like to know um, if there's anything else he wants to tell me. Okay. Okay. Let me get him. Okay. He's so gorgeous. Do you want to tell <laughs> our listeners what Chewy looks like? Yes, Chewy was um, half Sharpay and half Airedale Terrier. So he was, um, he looked like a big sort of snuffleupagus kind of, and we always had his tail cut so that it looked like a lion. Um, he was like 75, 80 pounds, and he was just mush. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, let me get him. Okay. Uh, he says, I want to tell my mom how proud I am of her. Aww. He says, I just feel like she's helping the world's animals. He says that it brings him to intense emotion sometimes when he sees um, all the actual animals that are getting better. And when they get here to heaven, they come to visit me. And they say thank you. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> I and I don't think my mom really realizes it. It's made a lot of people have a deeper bond with their pets. And that's, like, really amazing. Oh. And you'd be surprised, Mom, that a lot of people who can't afford it make sure that they do in order to help their animal. This is so cute. I actually tell people that. <laughs> oh, that's so great. And they come and visit him? They come and say hi to him? Yeah. So what happens is when when an animal that has been on sale and chewies, and I wouldn't say it's like every animal, but like when there's been these really special cases where the animal has been really saved by eating your food, that they will oftentimes come and meet him in heaven and just sort of say like thank you to him and just sort of, you know, get to know him. And I don't know if that's like a higher power that sort of puts the two of them together and says, you know, like, look at that he helps create this food that helps you live. Um, but he definitely has had that experience. It might also be that he has that experience that he feels closer to you and your work. Oh. Mom, I want to say I love you a lot. And although I had some pain, in my pain was not a deep suffering. It was just the kind of suffering you have before you die. I really want to come back to you, but I don't want to do it just yet. Because there's a lot to do here. Mom, I helped you out a lot. Sometimes I nudge the people who need to do articles on you. 
<laughs> he's, he's your PR guy in heaven. <laughs> oh. Mom, I want to tell you, everything's okay. If you ever have a little anxiety, know that I'm there to soothe you. Because everything's going to be okay. Oh. Does he know I miss him? Yeah, Mom, I know you miss me. But it's okay. I miss you, too. But I can be with you wherever, whenever. And what they do is that they actually can um, can can come and actually spend time with you. And so they don't miss us in the same sense that we miss them, like here in body, because at any moment they can be in that essence and in that feeling of being with us when they were alive. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and so you want to pay attention. This is for everybody out there who's lost a pet. You want to pay attention to, like, when you have a memory of them because very often that's them placing a memory of as something that they did with you in your mind and then wrapping themselves around you. And so usually that memory comes with, like, intense emotion, either laughter or grief. And sometimes people misinterpret it for like an intense longing for their pet but what what it really is is just that that they're coming and they're wrapping their spirit around you and they're visiting you oh okay sweet so maria can you tell us about um can you tell us where we can get fell into is pretty much anywhere right Yes, um, Stella and Chewy's is available at, um, you know, independent specialty stores. It's in around like 3,000 stores throughout the U.S. We actually have a, um, a store locator on our website, so you can put in your zip code and it'll come up, you know, the closest store. You can also buy it um, at a couple of online retailers that would also be on the store locator. So and that's at StellaandChewies.com, and we'll post that on right. uh, Pet Psychic Radio page and on my website, thepetpsychic.com. And what about ever getting you in a pet power? Is that ever going to happen? No, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, certainly oh, not great. in the foreseeable future. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, no, we um, we really want to stay um, you know, loyal to the um, independent specialty stores. Oh, that's interesting. That's great. That's yeah. really great. Yeah. Well, Marie, thank you so much for coming on and for all that you have done for the animals and that you your products continue to do. Well, thank and, you so much for having me and for contacting Chewy on my behalf. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and all, all that right. information is going to be on our website on thepetpsychic.com. Okay, great. Thanks yeah. again. Great. Thank you so much. Okay. So that's uh, Marie from Stella and Chewy's, and you can go to StellaandChewy's.com for more information about where you can get their products. Um, and you can also go to ThePetPsychic.com later on, and we'll have all the information about Chewy and and, and Stella and Chewy's. Uh, next caller, should we go to our next caller? Sure. Okay. Uh, our next caller is, let's see, who should we go to? Um, sorry, I lost a little <laughs> bit of a connection earlier. So um, let's go to Dahlia with Harley the cat. Dahlia? Hi, hello. Hi. Hi, tell us about your cat. Yes, my cat's name is Harley, and I've actually had a private reading with Laura before. Uh, she's oh. a black and white cat and has one black ear and one white ear. And I had actually called in about a month ago because she was still having her problem. And Laura gave me some good tips. And ever since I've had that conversation with Laura, Harley has been doing amazing. She oh. has not, yeah, she has not gone outside the litter box that I'm aware of unless she's sneaking it somewhere that I don't know. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm really proud of her. And I just wanted to see if, you know, she had anything to say. 
Oh, great. Can you remind us why she said that she was going outside the litter box? Yes. You? Are you still there? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't hear your question. I'm sorry. Oh, can you remind us on why she was going outside the litter box? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Um, she said that she was having some uh, hip pain and neck pain um, for various reasons. Her pain was, you know, one, unfortunately, I made the mistake of getting her declawed. And then another reason was because um, of the fact that she was declawed, she got outside and was attacked and um, was pretty much within inches of her life. And we, you know, paid the money to have her saved in an essence. Mm. So did you do anything to help her body? Um, I was giving, I was sending her to get adjustments. um, Oh, and then I also changed her uh, diet and changed, you know, her litter and um, the litter box also. Oh, great. Okay. Let's talk to her and see what she thinks about all of that. And that, and you want to see if she has anything else she wants to say to you. Yeah, just if there's anything, you know, that she wants or needs or has to say okay. in general. She says, I feel like I have a better relationship with my mom. I feel like we're listening to each other better. And she started to not be as mad at me. And when that lightened up, that made me feel more secure. I want my mom to know that I'm good. And I would like some mushy food to eat. And also, there are some treats that crumble. I would like those. And a really comfy blanket on the couch. I would like that on the corner of the couch. And I want her to sit there with me. (laughs) I like calm time together. I'm just feeling better about everything. And I want to wish my mom happy holidays. <laughs> but I wanted to say it myself, but I had a hard time. <laughs> so cute. Like on Thanksgiving, she wanted to wish you happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> so silly. Oh, it's so great. That's so good. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Okay. I think we might have lost I again. So um, I'm going to take another caller. I'm going to take Paige and Riley the dog. Uh, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, Paige. Hi, Laura. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm enjoying your show so much. Oh, good. Good. So tell me, what's going on? What's with your, what's what's going on with with Riley? Riley's a nine-year-old yellow Labrador. Um, He's very handsome. And um, he has been hunting with our neighbor's Harris hawk, a um, bird of prey. Um, She's two years old, and um, she's a female, and he helped her catch her first rabbit, and I was wondering if he enjoys it. Oh, my gosh. And so, uh uh-oh, Dean is in the room with me, you know. I know. (laughs) I thought about that. Sorry. (laughs) But these are wild rabbits. Uh, Well, hold your ears, Dean. So, um... So the Harris Hawk, are they like, a, is there a handler for the Harris Hawk? Yes. Our our neighbor is a falconer, and, and he takes okay. Maggie, of course, on his arm to a, an open space and lets her fly. And he's been taking Riley with him, and mm-hmm. Riley's been helping to flush out things to catch. And I wondered if he enjoyed okay. it. Okay. Let me ask him. Hold on. Let me get Riley. Mom, I'm loving it. 
it's made me look at birds really differently. I never really thought that they could have a connection with humans before. It's really interesting because I watch their eye. I hunt a lot by smell, but I think the bird is more by its eye. It's really kind of neat to experience. And I won't talk about catching the bunny because okay. I know you have a bunny. Thank you, Riley. <laughs> so, is he friends with Maggie, uh, the, the bird? I mean, do they do they talk to each other? Yeah, that's a good question. He's definitely like really keen on like noticing what the bird is doing. So it's not just like the bird is flushing something out and then he's chasing afterwards. He's very aware of the whole, the bird's process. Um, let me see. I do talk to her. She says to me, don't be so clumsy. <laughs> She says, you're so clumsy sometimes, you're going to scare it. You have to be quieter. And if I do it well, she tells me I've done a good job. <laughs> How old is she? She's just two. She's, a, she's just beautiful. Oh, my gosh, because she sounds like she's been doing it for a while, but is she new at it, too? Yes, um, actually, it was the first her first rabbit that she had gotten was with the help of Riley, um, which is very interesting. So, oh, that's so funny. Because it's funny because she's looking at him like you know how birds are so graceful, like the, just the way they move and their their actual like pivoting and turn is graceful. She's looking at him and thinking, "Oh my gosh, he's like too clumsy to make this work." But <laughs> but it's good they made it work together. It's really fun. Oh, wait, he's saying something else. Mom, I got to tell you something. I need more water in my food. Hmm. Too much, it hurts my stomach. Do you know what he's talking about? He needs more water in his food? Yeah, he just eats dry food now. Perhaps we need to supplement that with something. Oh, yeah. Stella and Chewy's. <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, it would be great. But also, like, when he said that he needs more water in his food, like, sometimes what can happen with the kibble is it can swell in their stomach. And so maybe what he wants you to do is water it down so it swells before it hits his stomach. Okay. Which is interesting because he's thinking it's, like, too dry or something or it's too – it's, like, a lot to swallow, he says which is interesting because labs sort of usually inhale their food, don't they? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting that it's feeling really heavy in his stomach. Anything else? He's saying he likes, like, the comforter on the bed or he's liking something on his bed. Did you get him something new on his bed? I washed it. <laughs> oh, that's what he likes. He likes it washed. Oh, that's neat. That is nice. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in. Thank you so much, Laura. He's a very sweet boy, and we really enjoy him. Yeah, I can tell. He's a neat dog. All right, Paige, be well. You too. Thanks, thanks for so calling. Much. So, Laura. Yeah, you back? Yeah, I'm back. So <laughs> I'm having a little bit of uh, Internet troubles over here on my end. But um, if you could control the studio and get to our next guest. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. So we are going to pick up Lori. Hi, Lori. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. So, Lori, tell us. Uh, we have Lori Birdsong, our other special guest today. Tell us about your organization. Okay. Uh, well, thanks for inviting us to come on today. Um, I'm the director of a national nonprofit called Linens for Animals, and we actually have uh, multi-purposes under our non nonprofit umbrella. The first thing that my husband and I have done in the last seven years 
is we've acquired and donated hospital sanitized linens to uh, shelters, rescue groups, and wildlife rehabilitation facilities uh, across the whole United States. And to date, we've donated about mm, two and a half million pounds or so. And then, um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, we It's just been a blessing. It's just crazy. You know, I wanted to help the animals, couldn't figure out a way to do it, and came up with the whole linen thing, and it just exploded, and went. we went national last year. And then about three years ago, my husband and I built the first no-kill dog and cat shelter slash sanctuary in McKinney, Texas. And the bad news today is we're having to close our doors. So um, our sanctuary manager wants to go home. She's tried it for three years and really struggled to keep the place together. And, you know, she's going to go home, and we're struggling in Texas to get the dogs and the cats that we have in the sanctuary into other rescue groups and some of them hopefully rehomed. So that's what we're working on currently. Wow. And so for uh, people who might want to be able to help or uh, adopt an animal, can they find them through linensforanimals.org? Absolutely. And also um, our animals are posted on Linens for Animals Facebook and uh, the sanctuary we're selling. And so all of the information on the sanctuary and the dogs that are there the cats that are there that really, you know, our dogs have never even had, most of them have never even had a real home. All they've known is the sanctuary. So it's just breaking my heart that, you know, they, they're not getting rehomed the way we want them to. So we have 20 dogs left and about 50 cats. And um, if you go to Facebook, uh, Linens for Animals or www.linensforanimals.org, um, you can read about us, but the best way is through Facebook because we keep it updated on a you know moment-to-moment basis. Awesome, yeah, and um, we'll have also all your information on our website as well at thepetpsychic.com. So, our listeners, if you're interested in helping out or volunteering or anything like that, you can um, find the link through there. Uh, right. And, and the uh, other thing I wanted to mention is that um, when we went national, um, we uh, my phone blew up with all these facilities across the country that do, you know, the linens for all of the hospitals and hotels and so on and so forth. And before they found linens for animals, they were literally throwing away, you know, billions of pounds of, um, of all of these linens into the dump, you know, on a weekly basis. And so the crazy thing is we kind of put the cart before the horse. We went and found all these facilities that are dying to donate to us because of the write-off. One facility alone last year wrote off a half a million dollars. So we're also uh, reaching out and trying to find rescues uh, across the country that are in need of these linens so that we can give them to them. And, um, again, you can go to linensforanimals.org and place an order, and if we have a facility near you, we will hook you up. That's awesome. Great. So who are we talking to today? We are going to talk to Shawnee. Okay. Talk about what Shawnee is like. What is she like? Yeah, what does she look yeah. like and who is she? Oh, sorry. She uh, she was. Um, we, she passed a couple weeks ago. Um, she, uh, she was the most beautiful red female government ever, 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 and just a gentle soul and a nudge <laughs> all at the same time. And we lost her to um, heart failure a couple weeks ago. And what do you want to ask her? Um, I want to ask her a couple of things. I want to ask her if we let her go at the right time. I want to ask her if she can help me with the Shiloh and Sheba thing, if she understands it, if she can explain it to me so that we can fix it. Um, mm-hmm. I want to ask her if, um, and I want to ask her where she wants me to spread her ashes. That would be nice. Okay. okay. And for all of you, um, uh, Lori was on the show, what was it, a couple of weeks ago with, Sh- with Shiloh and and Sheba, and they were the dogs that were um, that Shiloh was trying to kill one of the other dogs in the house, which was Sheba, right? Is that correct? Right. Yes, correct. Right. And so we were going to ask Shawnee if she has any advice about that, because maybe when she's on the other side, she might have a greater perspective about what's going on. Um, okay, let me get Shawnee. I just want to tell my mom, thanks for giving animals bedding. It's important because otherwise they get sores. And also they hurt. Or they have to sleep in urine. 
So I think it's really good that you're helping out. And this organization is going to be around a long time. Mom, it was the right time for me to go. I was feeling really sick. And I wasn't scared at the end. And I just drifted out of my body. I was really grateful you could help me. And I want to thank you for that. Because I know it wasn't hard. I love the way you were kissing me on my face. And I loved how you were telling me to go. It helped me let go. Thank you. Um, okay, let's ask her about um, Shiloh and Sheba. I think Shiloh needs to be walked more. Because Shiloh gets really confused. But the more exercise she gets, the better she is. And I think she needs to drink pure water. And I think the water needs to be raised. Why do you think she needs pure water? Do you, does she get the same kind of water that you guys drink? She, um, We have a lake house. And uh, we let her, we play tennis with her in the lake. And so she drinks the lake water. Did she say she needed, did did you say that she needed the water to be raised? To be raised, yeah, which makes me wonder if something's going on with her head or her atlas or her neck or something. Sometimes even the back. Well, the water's really down. And when it gets down, it gets really dangerous. So last year, for example, we couldn't even let the dogs go in the water because of the drought. Um, what, Shawnee actually got really sick from the lake water. Oh, so she's talking about the lake water being down and that means being raised. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so, gosh, I mean, I don't know. Can a bacteria make them aggressive? Uh, something that's in the water? I don't know. You know. The other dogs go in it too, and they're not. Yeah, but it's crazy. everybody's constitution. I'd maybe look into that. Okay. Also, I think it's important to separate her at night. Because I think at nighttime she gets a little bit worse. It's like around the late afternoon and sunset. That's right. Is it? Really? Yep. that time? Yep. Uh, most Ooh, of the that's... fights have been in the late afternoon, right? Well, that's really interesting, too, because that's like, I don't know if you've ever heard for, like, people, for, like, elderly people, it's called sundowners or, no. like, or for children, bewitching hour. I kind of call it bewitching hour for puppies, too, because they kind of go crazy at that time. But um, it's, a, it's a time where where a lot of people sort of, if they have any type of form of dementia or if they're losing their memory or something, a lot of times at that time of day, it will be worse. So um, it's really interesting that it's, being worse for her, which makes me wonder if it's something going on in her in her brain. Hmm. But that's 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 something. If it is just around that time, to really keep her separate during those those times of day. Okay. That is we've always been we've always used four o'clock ish as the time that I play ball with her. I mean, I literally learned how to play tennis to to exercise her because I just couldn't throw the ball anymore. It was killing me. Yeah. So, you know, at the tennis track, you can hit a, you know, 1,000 feet or whatever, or especially into the water because she's arthritic. So um, that's always been our playtime, like, four-ish. Right. That was also our last fight was during playtime, and that was the first time it ever happened during playtime. So maybe playtime needs to be just as Shiloh and the other dogs are away. You know, right. like playtime with her and then separate them. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. Mom, I want to tell you I love you. You just got to watch her because I'm not sure she's going to get better. You just need to take care of her and keep everyone safe. Wow, that's tough. So I just hope it just stays at that time of day. Right. Well, yeah, well, Lori, well, you'll have to let us know what happens. And um, can you tell us again your website? Sure, and thank you, guys. I really appreciate it, um, Laura. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it's uh, www.linens.animals.animals.org. And thank you so much for bringing us on the show. We really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for coming on. Thanks, it's such Lauren. an amazing thing that you're doing, and you know, all these. I've done a lot of work with shelters, and they do. They need. They need those linens. So. I'm going to put the word out that you have them and you're looking for shelters, too. Especially in L.A., we have probably 10 facilities that are sitting on probably, I don't know, 10,000 pee pads, just dying to give them away, and we don't have anyone to give them to. (laughs) But we're working on it. Yeah, we'll put the word out for sure. Thank you. Thank you, and tell Shawnee we love her so much. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome, Lori. Take care. Okay. Thanks, Lori. Bye-bye. Hi. Thank you. So, Laura, um, you're going to have to control the studio now. I'm just letting you know. I know. That's what I figured. <laughs> okay. And, um, yeah, you know, if uh, our listeners want to go to linensforanimals.org again and spread the word. And if you're in Texas, please try your best to help them out with their situation with the uh, place closing down. Yeah, that right. really sucks. It does. It does. Yeah. Gosh. Um, so we probably have time for one more caller uh, before the end of the show. Do you want to, I don't know who's up next, if you want to put them on. Sure, okay. Um, Laura's Manic Studio. Okay, let's let's take on Debbie and Miss Kitsy. You're on the air. Oh, no, she's not. No, yeah, she is. <laughs> Hi, Debbie. Hi, Hi Debbie. Hi. I uh I'd like to know I'm helping Miss Kitsy. Um she is ill right now and I would like to raise her vibration. So I was wondering if you could tell me either emotionally or physically how she's feeling. I'm trying different natural methods on her. Okay. And so Miss Kitsy is a cat, right? Yes. And she's white and gray with white spots on her face and stomach, right? Yeah. And you want to know how she's feeling? Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel so good. It's like I have a rushing feeling and a shrinking feeling in my body. What was the second feeling? And a shrinking feeling, which, which, um, let's see, how do I explain? It's almost like a dehydrated feeling. Um, Okay. Like the shrinking feeling can also be like when cats have kidney problems. Sometimes they feel like they have like the shrinking feeling. Sometimes cancer also feels that way, but it's uh, cancer kind of has a twisting feeling to it too. What's her symptoms? No, she does have cancer. um, And I was using a, a... an herb called blood root, and it does it does tingle. So I was wondering if she wanted me to have it just cut off or keep continuing what I'm doing. Okay, and how is she getting that um, that herb? Um, well, I just started getting it internally, and yeah, I did but- put a salve on the outside, but I stopped for two weeks, and then it grew back again. Okay, so when you're doing it internally, are you doing it with a dropper? Is it a capsule? Cause a capsule. The reason why it's a it's a what did you say? Capsule. It's a capsule, and are you putting it down her throat? Yes. 
Yeah, okay. The reason why I ask is it's really important for me to know so that I can say to her, when you get this capsule, how do you feel? Do you think okay. this capsule is the reason why you're feeling that way? Let me see what okay. she says. I actually think the capsule helps me. Oh, okay. It doesn't necessarily make me tingle. It sort of makes me fuller. Okay. If she's put on a little weight, um, oh. and um, she, lo- I mean, she looks good, except she has this tumor, um, and it was going down. But I stop the salving with the stuff I put on the outside. I know hurts her, but it was working. But I did stop for two weeks, and it got big again. The salve is not good. It gives me a cramp. Yeah, I'm sure it does, yeah. I don't want to have that. It gives me a cramp. Yeah, it kills the cancer. Oh, but I like good food. Yes, she does. She does like good food. I want really good food. All organic. And I want to visualize it going away. Okay. I just want to visualize it. She keeps I trying to pick putting... at it, and I keep bandaging it up so she won't hurt herself. Oh, she says she thinks you're giving it too much attention. Oh. Okay. It's, it's too much attention on it. It's too much attention. Just imagine okay. it's gone. Okay. Okay. Well, you'll have to let us know how she does. So one of the things that you can do with her is do, because she seems like she wants you to just sort of, like, imagine it's gone, I think you should say an affirmation with her. So let me ask her what affirmation she wants to say. I want to say my body flows naturally. My body flows? Body flows naturally, and everything that is poison goes, and everything that is healing fills me up. That's a good one. I like it. Yeah. Okay, so you have to call us back and let us know how she does. Yeah, she's a, a little miracle kitty. She really is doing good. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks, Sylvie. Okay. Thank you. I love you. I love when we get to do uh, affirmations. I know, and she was a good kitty to do them with too, because she was so yeah. positive. I know, it's awesome. So now it's time for Stormy and Friends' words of wisdom. And Ventura okay. says it's his birthday. Okay, that sounds great. Let's talk to Ventura. Ventura. Okay. Call it Ventura. Words of Wisdom Ventura. Words of Wisdom by Ventura. From heaven. Celebrate every day as if it was your last. And then he's laughing. No, seriously. Celebrate every day as if you love living every day. Every day, look at your animal and tell them how much you love them. And if you do quirky things, and if they do quirky things that drive you crazy, know they know that one day they'll be gone, and then you can laugh about how crazy they made you. <laughs> That is perfect. I love it. <laughs> That's so amazing. So thanks, Ventura, for your wisdom. I love that one. It was really good. He's so great. Good job, Ventura. So tune in next week here on the Pet Psychic Radio Show for uh, more fun with animal communication. Until then, you can go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on talking to animals as well as private consultations with Laura. Also, you can like us on facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. We love, love, love people on there. 
and people have been posting their animal pictures and giving us updates. So if you called in this week, please uh, get on there and post your pictures and give us updates. If, you know, if you have any suggestions for upcoming shows or if you're an animal rescue, then please contact us uh, through the Facebook page. And thank you all so much for listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Talk to your animals. Talk to your animals. <laughs> and press the button. <laughs> I can't find the button because it. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Bye.